What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Respect the Game Podcast. My name is Edward, named after Trillo G, that being my pops. Shout out to my mother and my grandmother for helping raise me too. Please make sure you go follow at Emac Stats for all your up-to-date high school pro and collegiate sports coverage. We'll not disappoint. We'll keep you up to date on all that is going on in the beautiful, illustrious sports world. Uh, right now, we're running a little bit of two-on-two. Uh, we're not at full strength. Shout out to our brother, Sean Hard. Make sure you go follow him at Sean Hard. Izzo. Not sure if he'll be able to get on with us tonight. And as well, our brother Black Peace is also um, out of commission on the podcast tonight. Make sure you go follow him at Black, B-L-A-Q-U-E, period, P-E-A-C-E. That is Black, period, peace. Um, yeah, man, but me and Sedacious are in the building. We're going to hold it down for our for our brothers in their absence. Sedacious, holler at the people. Well, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. What's good? It reported reported live from the countryside on the way to Tulsa. Uh, I just want to say what I always say. We really appreciate the one person that's rocking with us. If it's watch rocking with us if it's only one person, excuse me. But we know it's more than one. And so we appreciate the community as a whole. We love y'all. And we're gonna keep this issue going. 23, 24, 25. We're gonna do the podcast till we dead. God damn it. We're gonna be old men on here. Y'all gonna be rocking with us. <laughs> True indeed, man. True indeed. Uh, so Dacious, uh, the people hadn't had a chance to hear from you in a while. Um, before the playoffs started, I said negative. I was not uh, before the playoff, not the playoffs, the finals. Before the NBA finals began, I said the Heat in six. Darnell said the Nuggets in six. Isaac recently put in the group chat Heat in six. Uh. What is your finals prediction thus far now that we're two games in? The series is tied one apiece. The Denver Nuggets are getting ready to go to Miami tomorrow on June 7th to try to steal a game in Miami for game three. Uh, what is your prediction thus far? <clears throat> uh, what's crazy is uh, I'm kind of torn. Uh, of course, with my Lakers being eliminated, I kind of was like, well, I don't give a half now. But, uh, a part of me, okay, so my prediction is the Nuggets can find a way in seven games. That's my prediction. Um, the thing is, though, that's bittersweet because everybody in the world wants Jimmy Buckets to get one. I mean, it's just it's just the way it is. You feel like right now is Jimmy Butler's best chance at getting one, and Jokic could – this is not going to be Jokic's last final appearance. This is how I feel. So he, he would probably get another opportunity to get one. But I, I do feel like, especially with him being snubbed for the MVP today, this year, that he's going to he's gonna be like, all right, I got y'all. I'm going to go and take the chip. And who cares about the MVP? So Nuggets in seven simply because they gave up game two to Miami. But I do feel like, one of these two games in Miami, Miami has to give it back. Denver has to go in and win. So, yeah, my prediction, Nuggets in seven. Um, I think Jamal Murray has to play just a little bit better, just a little bit better. Uh, game two, they kind of, like, zeroed in on Jokic, like, hey, save us, please. When they started, they was doing good because they were playing team ball, and then – 
after a while, it was just like, hey, yo, let's get us out of this. And that's what that's what ultimately was that demise, along with Miami playing effective team basketball. Right? One team playing team basketball and another team playing Kobe ball, it's just not gonna work. Oh uh, yeah, ma'am. I I heard Mike Malone say today the Nuggets they want to play fast, whereas the Miami Heat goal is to play slow, be able to score, get back on offense, uh, get back on defense, and set up in their two three or in on their zone. Um, and Jokic, uh, so far in the playoffs, uh, the Nuggets are winless when Jokic scores forty plus. I believe like zero uh, and four. Um, yeah, when Jokic dropped 50 against the Suns, they lost. They dropped 50 against the Suns in game four, 53 uh, <laughs> against the Suns, and they lost in that game four. Uh, he dropped 43 uh, in game four against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they ended up losing that game. And then, well, yeah, he, they're zero and three when he uh, when he scores forty plus. And then they just lost game two against the Heat when uh, Jokic dropped uh, forty one. And and here's the other stat that I want to pull up. It reminds me. Of so, real quick, real quick before you go, so. Um, you talk about Jokic being very versatile and him being the the nucleus to the offense and him being able to, to facilitate and get people involved is what kind of like which, which is what contri contributes to the Denver Nuggets success in those in those uh, forty plus games. Again, in Game Four when he dropped forty three against the Minnesota Timber Timberwolves, he only had six assists. Then. In game three, um, excuse me, then in game four against the Suns, when he had he dropped 53, he was still able to get 11 assists despite going off of 53. Um, and then here with the uh, 41 points against Miami, he was only able to get four assists. So, and that with with the exception of that Suns game, he was still able to get double digit assists. However, some kind of way. Him scoring the ball um, in a dominating fashion does not translate to winning for the Denver Nuggets. Oh, yeah, right. I was getting ready to say this reminds me of those old sports movies where the coach always has to reiterate this is a team sport. You need the team, you can't do it on your own. Right. And that just goes to show you with those numbers, bro. If you are not facilitating and getting the team involved, y'all are not successful. When you take matters into your own hands and try to just score a whole bunch of points, that's not conducive to team success. So there you go. But I trust them to make the adjustment because they did. Okay, these niggas is going to try to stop Jokic. Let's, pass, let's see if we can get Jamal going. Let's see if we can get... Caldwell Pope going. Bruce Brown stepped up, made a few key shots. So that's that's what needs to happen for them to to win this, this championship. If if they are to win it.
Oh yeah, and so like to yoga to to Jokic's uh, defense, I don't think Jokic going off of these 40, 50 point games in which they lost is in any way, shape, or form him developing a mentality throughout the game, being like, I need to take this over. Like I'm fixed to get the job done. I think it's a product of this this other team, this other team, obviously in the juggernaut for the Suns and KD and Devin Booker. I think he starts to, you know, be more aggressive and assertive with scoring once he realizes, oh, y'all off tonight. If I don't put it on my back to make up for the the lack of scoring and y'all inability to like score tonight, if I don't, you know, turn like turn up my scoring, like we're gonna get blown out. Um, and so, I, yeah, I, I don't think none of his uh, forty plus point uh, forty plus point games in the playoffs in which they lost have ever been uh done in the vein ever been done in the vein of being selfish um it's just been a matter of like we need you to score 40 just for us to have a chance at the end now if we lose we lost but like your 40 at least gave us a chance because we couldn't make shots you look at game two um again y'all could have 41 points and only four assists uh, Caldwell Pope, who's supposed to be a sniper from three, he goes one for four. Like him only taking four shots, like that's crazy. Um, then Michael Porter Jr., who you know we know he ain't never seen a shot that he don't like. He goes two for eight, one for six from three. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like that's like struggling. Uh, Jamal Murray, he gives you 18 points and 10 assists, which I mean that's a pretty decent game. You consider that a decent game, but at the same time, we're talking about a Jamal Murray who coming off the Lakers series, this man was averaging 32 against the Lakers. So to go into a game two against the Heat, uh, and you have 18, you could really you could call it. I think it's fair to say that's an off game for Jamal Murray to only have 18 points coming off of Western Conference Finals where he was averaging 32. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then he and then he goes seven of 15 from the field, only he shot 46% from the field and went three from three from three for eight from three. Um, so um Denver the the other guys not including Jokic they struggled mightily in terms of shooting the basketball um which I guess is one of credit to why Jokic's assists were so low and then which also prompted him to have to like go into scoring and attacking mode um going into game three uh what do you anticipate will happen for game three? Who who do you think comes out on top of game three? Though you've already said that the Suns, um, excuse me, the Nuggets will win in game seven. Will win the series in seven. Um, I feel like the Nuggets need to adjust to the way the pandemonium of the crowd in Miami because – I think it's tough to play in Miami. There are certain places that I feel like it's really tough to play, Boston being one as well, L.A. being another, because the fans are just visceral, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's more than just noise, and you can't focus and concentrate because of the noise. It's like people talking about your mama, your daughter, your wife, you know what I'm saying? And you can hear they are foot away from your face. And so it's altitude in Denver that you have to get used to, which Miami was like, okay, y'all got us that game, that game one, but we're not going to allow the altitude to get us game two. 
it's going to have to be that same thing. So I think Miami takes game three. I, I think they take game three. And I think from the whooping that they're going to take in game three, the Nuggets are going to be able to adjust, really see the game plan, really see the schematics that Miami is using, and then adjust to that. Because I trust Mike Malone to do that. I do. Um, he's a really good coach. I believe he outcoached uh, Darlingham. And so, yeah, we're going to see. But at the same time, you got Spo on the other side. And he he damn near legendary when it comes to coaching the game of basketball. So if I had to put my money on it, I say Miami wins game three simply because they're going to be uh, riding the momentum of game two, going home, and it might be too much for Denver to have taken that loss and then go in Miami. <clears throat> and the morale of that team and that city, I don't. I, I think they get overpowered by that. Um. So what is interesting about you picking the Miami Heat in Game Three, which I don't know how many people are paying attention to, the Miami Heat. In game threes, which they are, they host uh, because they're the AC. In game threes, Miami has a 22 point win margin over the three games, three game threes that they've had uh, against the Bucks, the Knicks, and the Boston Celtics. Um, against the so they beat the Bucks in game three by 22. They beat the Knicks in game three by 19, and then they beat the Celtics in game three by 26 points. Um, saying all that to say, feeding into your belief that come game three, the Heat are going to take it. The Heat have showed no signs of giving up game three uh, when they get to host that first game on their home court thus far in the playoffs. Prior to losing game, prior to the Nuggets losing game two, the Nuggets were undefeated on their home court. Um, but the Heat, um, the Heat was able to, you know, get a game on the road, which they've continuously been able to do. So I've been paying strong attention to that today. I'm just like, bro, like the Heat is always blowing out. They're like they always get the blowout win in game three. You know, you talk about like that home crowd, that energy, that feel. And I think game three, uh, while home – while being at home has something to do with those game three blowouts, I think more importantly, the reason for the blowouts in game three is that Miami comes into those games understanding the severity of them. They've been able to come inside and come into those games uh, with the series tied one one, right? Um, uh, with the yeah, every series. Well, no, no, actually that. The the series was tied one one against the Bucks when they went into Game Three. Series was tied one one against the Knicks when they went into Game Three, and they were up two zero on the Celtics when they went into Game Three. Um, and here they are again against the Denver Nuggets, being uh, uh being with the series tied one one and being able to go into a uh, Game Three to go up two one. Um, and I think I think the Heat win Game Three as well, bro. I think the Heat win Game Three as well. I think the crowd is going to be into it. I think I think the Heat are getting into this pocket now that they stole one on the road. I feel like they're getting into this vein of treating every game like 
this is our game seven. 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 Um, because like home court advantage is so man, it's so 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 important right at 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 this height of the game. And I know we were going back and forth in the group chat, um, just talking about the different NBA formats and so so forth. Um, is that close? Nico, you're on the podcast, man. Oh, what up, what up? Coach, what's up, baby? Awesome, man. What's oh, up, man? What up, oh, Real quick, who, who won the NBA Finals? Man, you know, I don't know, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> always, always good to see you, Carlos. Always right, good to see you. Out of two teams. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. know who them two teams are. No, man. <laughs> Shout out the coast, man, on a special guest appearance. Shout out the coast, man. Um, yeah, man, we know we can get special guests on here. But uh, yeah, you uh, yeah, man, because me, I go off of eye, you go off of stats. Right? Stats, stats, and I, I'm not like a stat geek nerd. I just, I try to, I try to match my eye with the stats, if you will. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you're here and I'm here. I'm still an eye. If I don't see it. I'm believing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You you you've elevated from just <laughs> I to okay. Well, I got to go dig deep in this. Oh yeah. yep. Every time the nigga Yoki <laughs> score, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, man. No, so uh, game three. Don't expect. Don't expect if Denver wins game three, that's gonna be huge. Denver, if they win game three, I think that I'm closer to my prediction being right with them taking it in seven. Okay. They got to get one in Miami for my prediction to be right. Yeah, if they, they lose both, if they lose both in Miami, my prediction will not be right, and then I would feel in my head that Miami is gonna win in six. Six. Yeah, no, nah, I picked Miami in six, man, just solely off like the grit and grind and uh just like the the faith element that they're on currently. Um with the strides that they've been making throughout this uh playoff stretch. Um yeah Right now, uh, Dacious, uh, they ruled that Tyler Hero will not be back. Oh, no, real quick, that's the point that I was gonna make talking about game. Uh, you know, if Denver gets one, how interesting it would be talking about the coulda, woulda, shoulda element if the NBA Finals format was 2 3 2 and the Heat got three straight home games after stealing a game on the road. How interesting would those dynamics be? It, it, it would be int- it would be interesting to see them gentlemanly sweep them and they went. <laughs> that's what that's what would have been interested about it because they would have definitely won that. They were not gonna leave my Jimmy Jimmy Butler's a real. We was just talking. Me and you was just talking about how certain dudes who was thugs for real. They just happened to be good in basketball and went to the league, like Zach Randolph. He was a thug for real. Jimmy Butler is him for real. He just happened to play basketball and be good at it, right? Yeah, yeah like people don't – like if it's not for Derrick White's layup game winning layup for game six, Jimmy Butler essentially beats the Boston Celtics from the free throw line. Like after like not playing great, like just finding a way and like I'm just to beat y'all from the free throw line. 
That was actually Al Horford's idiotic ass. <laughs> was that Al Horford? Yeah, that was Al Horford who fouled him. Yeah, that was Al Horford who fouled him. Let him make the shot at that point because now you'll get a possession and be able to go at one point. Can you imagine if Jimmy hits the shot and and one, they go up four? You said and one? Well, I'm like, dog, don't get – you give the game away when you foul this man, and he, he he well he didn't miss the shot. Like from the foul, he wasn't able to get a shot. Because I ain't gonna lie, at first I'm like, man, ain't no foul, there ain't no foul. And then you know when they do the replay, you, your basketball mind be like, yeah, that was a foul. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, goddamn, goddamn, Al Horford, you just gave the game away. But that yeah. was the basketball guards on Derek White's side because who fuck with Derek White? <laughs> Baby, oh man, I'm cussing up a storm. I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot I'll be forgetting the podcast rules. But <laughs> this is an uh, audio only episode for me, so. <laughs> Forgive my words. Okay. So yeah, nah. Finals MVP. Um, I think just off, like, I know people have been talking about Gabe Vincent and, like, if if you could give an NBA Finals, if you can give an MVP, a final, if you can give a Finals MVP to a Andre Iguodala, I think anything is possible for a, a, a marquee role player to get the Finals MVP. Uh, however, I think if they win, they give it to Jimmy Uh if the Heat win, they give it to Jimmy. And if the Denver win, like, no question is going to Jokic. Um, I think they gave that to Iggy because of the work that he did defensively, sorry, right? Um, and then, of course, he made a couple of key uh, shots. Uh, uh, but in order for anybody outside of Jimmy Butler or Nikola Jokic to win finals MVP, to me, yeah, to win finals uh, MVP. Uh, Sorry, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, like, yeah, it'll have to be Derek, uh, Derek White Lord. It'll have to be um, Vincent for the rest of these games going stupid. Or what's, what's J. Cole homeboy name? Hey, Martin. Martin. Well, he's, I think he's out for finals MVP because. He had a down game one, and then game two, he was like six, so he didn't really play that much. So he's like two games behind the eight ball in terms yeah, of so finals. Hey, MVP. Bruce Brown, you out of there. Carl Wilson, <laughs> you out of there. Aaron Gordon, you're not in. You out of there. <laughs> Aaron Gordon, you out, brother. It's a yeah. I, I don't see it not being Nicola or Jimmy. You know what I mean? Especially since my boy took it last year. You don't so you don't you don't see it being Jimmy or Nicola who gets finals well, no, MVP. I don't see it being anyone other than those two. Okay, likewise, I share that sentiment. I share that sentiment for sure. And uh, y'all stay tuned. Uh, like I said, we're gonna go strong and uh, take us a nice break, much needed break once the NBA finals are over. But we're gonna make sure we continue to go strong uh, with the coverage and the podcast uh, up until the uh, NBA finals. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, we'll be uh we'll actually get another episode in before it's over. And uh, from now on, bro, when we lock predictions in, kid, and our predictions happen, I want the rest of the podcast members not to be able to speak unless <laughs> we the person who was right allows it. 
I remember when Steph Curry won and got MVP. I forgot. Something happened. Was it Steph Curry and him? Yes. It was Steph Curry and the goddamn Kings. Y'all was making me mad. <laughs> Y'all Darnell created the yacht. And you and Isaac hopped on that hole. And I'm like, y'all serious? We talk about the dubs, bro. And then the next, when when what I said happened, what y'all said didn't happen, y'all just want that. Like, it was just a regular episode after that. I'm like, you know what? I ain't want to partake in this. <laughs> y'all don't respect the fact that y'all don't know shit this week. No, nah, I don't. I mean, if I, if I was, that's fine. But I don't, no, I, don't, no, no, no. I don't feel like I was hit. I don't feel like I was like, Shining, because I I remember vividly like Isaac was. I remember vividly Isaac was like digging the Warriors a grave every episode. I remember that. Yeah, but it <laughs> was bro. You were not able to do that because you hurried up and hopped on. You you hurried up and crossed the street over to my <laughs> side. Of the no, 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 Isaac. <laughs> I'm gonna let you do that to him, Poochie. But I wanted to do that shit. Him, but I was, yeah. that, Darnell said his part. On it like, please don't come this way. Please, bro. I was like, bro, you really thought De'Aaron Fox and the Kings was gonna do something with Steph Curry and the Dubs? You really thought that? I can't believe it. I get it. Like the Denver Nuggets, you call that the Nuggets beating the Portland Trail Blazers last last year with Poochie. You and Poochie was dueling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But bro, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And so yeah, I want to start doing that from now on. And cause you cause you did, bro. You was like, you was like, Isaac, no, 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 because you 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 buried them, right? So you you wasn't like that. But I will say this, I did not appreciate how Isaac, you and Darnell were supposed to be getting grilled by me about these warriors. <laughs> Y'all want to talk about Jimmy Butler being the best player. Though that did age well. That aged very well. Okay. <laughs> we're in the playoffs now. That aged very well. I'm like, are we serious? But Jimmy did just score 50 to eliminate the Bucks, the, the defending champs. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, not the defense. What are the defending champs? I believe. No, they, no, they wasn't. They wasn't defending. They, it's just Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks and they was the eighth seed, and the Bucks was the number one seed, and they they got rid of them. Jimmy got rid of them, so that was really. As a as a Lakers fan, we'll close on this. On a Lakers fan, as a, as a Lakers fan, has it dawned on you uh, that oh, every, everybody was able to? beat the Nuggets at least one game except the Lakers. Has that struck you yet? I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's like because you know me, bro. And this is not nothing new for me. I have been feeling like our national sports have some type of influence. I won't say that it's just solidified and rigged. Done. I won't say that. But I believe national sports have some type of, especially basketball and football, because it's heavily viewed, have some type of outside influence, right? Y'all was joking about the referee. And I'm like, why is this a joke now? This should be very serious. This is a part of what the, the, the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And with that guy, that guy who we ridiculed, uh, Calvin Ridley, we ridiculed the sheesh out of him because he was like, oh, sure. <laughs> like put me a Paula in a two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And I'm like, well, well, maybe he just wasn't mature enough to know how to hide the script. You know what I mean? It is like, Right, right. Or you went against the script, or we finna have all of America rip you a new one. And so I sit back and be like, well, I just watched a movie today called Uncut Gems, where Kevin Garnett is sitting down with Adam Sandler. And mm -hmm. Adam Sandler is like, look at what Vegas has your odds in, yes, bro. And <laughs> I haven't seen it for the first time. I watched it oh, keep me up on the road. I watched it keep me up on the road. And did it keep me up, boy? <laughs> 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 sitting down with Adam Sandler's character, and Adam Sandler's like, KG, I'm, you like, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you that nigga, like, in, in so many words. It's like, look what Vegas got you as, bro. You believe this? Yeah, he was, trying, he was trying to pump him up for the over. They don't think in a game seven you can get eight rebounds. They don't think in a game seven you can get more than 14 points. Come on, KG. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take all this money that you just gave me, and I'm betting on you. How about that? You, I, I know you finna go crazy tonight, KG. And KG went out there and covered that bet. Yeah. And so I'm like, it's not good for me to watch shit like this. Bro. And look, look, you get a different perspective when you putting in them plays of prize picks. <laughs> and I'm, and bro, bro, exactly. And I'm, I'm like, there's some type of memo or some type of email blast that goes out to all the referees, all the coaches, all the betting books, all the casinos that say this is this month's report. This is what we are trying well, to get this month coming up. We got the NBA Finals. We got NHL Stanley Cup coming up. We got baseball happening. We got boxing. So I, I watched the interview with a. Did David did, did Devin Haney really really win that fight? Did he really win that fight? Yeah. I say he did. I say he did. I say he did. But. I say he did because I think he did just a little bit more than his opponent. I do not think he beat his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It beat him by the by the by the by the punch count, so to speak. And I'm like, wait, so are we trying to keep Devin Haney like Javante Davis so we can make that money when it's time to get that money? Or what are we doing here? So to your point about the email blast, right? That you feel like players and coaches and refs get. I, I was listening to a clip of uh, Tim Donahue. The guy, the referee who uh, went to jail for uh, betting on games, fixing games, and he was yeah. saying it was never literally, hey, um, it was never like a literal relationship with player coach. Hey, I need y'all to get these many points. It was nothing. Up, it was nothing about that. He said the way he did it was the NBA would have a meeting with referees and saying, hey, we need to tighten up on these calls, or hey such and such is complaining about these types of calls. Hey, it's the playoffs. So we need to let guys play, yada, yada, yada. We, we don't need to call ticky-tack files like this here, that, yada, yada, yada. Hey, you three or four guys are going to be assigned over here. You two, three guys are going to be assigned on this game. And he said he would bet on the games based off the meeting that the NBA would have with the referees. And then – he would also bet on the games based off which referees were assigned to which games because he knew 
certain refs call games certain ways, and that would allow him to be able to bet on certain games and the spread and so forth based off the communication that they were having with, you know, with the NBA and that the NBA was having with the league officials and so forth. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, you may be on to something there. You may be on to something there. Yeah, you try the rest of the game. So, all of that, and I can appreciate that, and I can understand that, but it's still tainted to me. One, yeah. you drop a piece of blood in the water. <laughs> that shark will be six, seven hundred miles off. <laughs> Swim backwards to you. You're right. You see what I'm saying? So once it's once it's tainted to me, bro. It's hard to it's hard it's to double back. You know, sports, you know, entertainment. Why am I not to feel like the same way that Stone Cold and The Rock knew who was going to win this championship tonight? That's not what's going on behind the doors that I am not able to get into, in the rooms that I'm not able to get into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's called an association for a reason. It's called the league for a reason. Right on. You know what I mean? And, I hate to sound like Conspiracy Jones, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's just when you when you really turn your brain on and go to thinking and get deep, 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 deep. I'm talking about deep, deep, deep into thought. Like sometimes it'd be scary what you think about. It. It'd be scary what you what you feel might be certain truths. Yeah. But nevertheless, I'm not gonna stop loving the NBA. I'm not gonna stop loving the NFL. They can have it written that the Cowboys are going to lose for the next thousands of years. <laughs> you gonna watch with the faith that their script is going to work in y'all favor. I'm gonna still rock with my boys. I don't care. I don't care. Same way. Uh, I, I I don't I don't care if Kobe's game Kobe Kobe 81 point game was rigged. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Right on. Um, beautiful people. That's what we call a great episode, man. Uh, again, make sure y'all go follow our brothers at Sean Hart Izzo at Black Peace, who couldn't be in the building with us tonight. But nonetheless, me and Sedacious held it down for our brothers. Um, follow me at Emax Stats. Follow Sedacious at I Am Sedacious. Um, and yeah, man, we'll see how many more episodes we can squeeze out for y'all before the, it's the end of the NBA uh, playoffs, man. Love y'all, and we do not take y'all listening to us for granted. We will see you beautiful people next week.